0: Welcome to the Sports Gloss with Justin and Jamal.
1: Friday, December 1st. Welcome to the Sports Gloss with Justin Jamal. I'm Jamal Cox, and I'm joined by a guy who would love to watch Oregon v. Washington football every week of the year. Justin Kelly, say hi to the people. JC, what's up? So great to be back in the Lowell
0: Studios. Thanks to all the listeners. What a football game tonight! The about six weeks ago, we were talking about the Oregon Washington game, and and what an event that was. And tonight in the in the the penultimate. Pack twelve championship game. It lived up to the height. The little bits and bobs that I saw. JC, what a game! Oregon favored by nine and a half. Who wins? The University of Washington. I like to support the locals. Something about those purple unis that makes me feel good. Excited for you, Dub, and and their supporters, and any Gloss listeners out there who've glommed to the dogs.
1: For sure, no doubt about <gasps> it. Now <laughs> twelve and zero. And they're going to sit waiting, see what unfolds tomorrow. And we'll talk about this a little bit more and see where they're going to face in the. uh, Probably face my
0: Wolverines, knock on wood. (laughs) One day at a time, one game at a time, but that's looking likely. Yes. Is the gloss climbing into your little red car, and we're going straight down to Pasadena, baby.
1: (laughs) roses in our in our gobs let's go
0: <laughs> how great would it be sort of in this last year of the pac 12 that we have a true blue traditional uh, uh, matchup in one of the semifinals of the college football playoffs. And we'll get to, we won't, we're not, we didn't mean to dive into football this quickly, JC, but if we had Dub versus the University of Michigan, what? now that would be a
1: dandy. Stuff
0: dreams are made uh, of. I'd lose a toe to go. I'd, <laughs> I'd lose a toe. I'd walk off off kilter for the rest of my life.
1: I would walk 500. I might. I might. Anyway, pal, how are you? I'm doing well, man. It's, it's good to be here. Friday. December 1 wild i can't like I, obviously i can believe it but it's I woke up this morning and we have this family tradition beginning of the month um first person you see in the family on the first of the month you come in and you say rabbit and you kind of beat them to it don't know where it came from
0: rabbit or rabid
1: <laughs> rabbit like the animal yes um so i was just taking my time getting out of bed this morning I had a late night last night
0: this is this is every month or just is this is december this is a december thing
1: every month it's just kind of a fun kind of way to welcome in the new month mm. i know it's kind of weird and quirky but i like it we've uh, i've inherited this tradition from my wife's family and i'm just lying in bed kind of scrolling on the phone like what you're not supposed to do when you wake up in the morning right and my kids just come in rabbit and, and they like, got oh, you they got me got me and i was like oh shit it's December first we're here let the christmas onslaught begin
0: (laughs) my um my family tradition on the first of every month is i sing a little bone thugs at my children (laughs) wake up wake up wake up it's the first of the month get up get up get up stack your chips into that's what i give my kids in the when they're having their rice krispies and they ask what's going on in the day and then i have to play the song and just let them know
1: it's a new month. It's a new day. <laughs> it's a great way to welcome in the month. But yeah, here we are, December. Rainy, wet, cold night. but mm,
0: Bike ride we, hurt. Bike ride hurt today, yeah. JC. It was. You,
1: you, uh... You're you
0: lucky I'm so dedicated.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate it. We appreciate you, too, the listeners out there at the Sports Club. Do for we making ever appreciate happen. it? So there's been a lot of things going on in the week that we've been just kind of talking about, but an, kind of underlying themes with the other aspects of it is just on a parenting tip we've been ultra busy super busy I think both of us with taking kids to so many different activities you out there grinding coaching on multiple fronts and I was just thinking this week when I was literally like passing a baton passing keys to my wife to get into the car to take the kids to something as she had just come home from something and i had just come home from something a fleeting moment of crossover yeah two ships in the night just chauffeuring kids around yep how many activities are too many activities for kids
0: yeah we've talked about this before and um, you listeners out there with older kids who are experiencing this probably even more intensely, it is quite something, man. You hit that, that age of 8, 9, at least in my experience, and not to speak for you, JC, but I think that's what you're referencing. And all of a sudden, I mean, my eldest had basketball five times this week. Good lord. That's a lot. It's a lot. That's a lot. Now, I'm a basketball person, so I love that, but yeah. I'm well aware that that's a lot. Yeah. You have you have got tennis on the go. You've got basketball on the go. What else do you do? You still got a little karate on the go?
1: That's right. Yeah. My week of kids' activities looks like this. Monday night, karate. Tuesday night, if we're... Got the energy to get well Tuesday morning basketball, mm-hmm. Tuesday night mm-hmm. try to get out for basketball, mm-hmm. Wednesday an hour of tennis for both of them, breather for a couple of days, and then Saturday morning got them in the pool at the uh my least favorite place mm-hmm. to uh you know get their uh, their swim on, and and then we're just trying to catch our breath.
0: <laughs> it does feel like um. Yeah, like as a parent, like I mean, you really are just moving from one to the next and trying to sort of reclaim a couple of moments to yourself at the end of the evening. We had a basketball game last night, JC, and after that, I was like, everyone went to bed, and I like just I watched the fourth quarter of the Seahawks game and had a beer and kind of tried to recalibrate. Yeah, because it had felt like a, a full on week, and it was only Thursday, right. and I was only really connected to one child. I got two others. <laughs>
1: Fuck. <laughs> it's only going to get worse, JC. It's true. It's so true. Like, we And by were... worse, I mean better. <laughs> well, we were joking around off mic about, like, you know, you get to a point where like, you hope they have a similar interest just sheerly out of the logistical aspects of it. Because you're just like, okay, like, you're doing basketball. You want to do basketball too? Sweet. Like, can we take you? Like, is this going to be at the same time? Awesome. Even better. You know, just so you can kind of divide and conquer, um, you know, for you, I imagine, with the three. So it's just like, yeah. it's a lot. Like, And the thing is, that's really interesting is like, sometimes I'm just like, what am I doing? Is it worth it all? And I remember my childhood and I was in a lot of activities, only child, but also in a lot of activities. And when you're a kid, you're just kind of going where you're told or like, you know, you're just yep. kind of doing the thing. Yep. And it's one of those things where I think I kind of took it for granted. And now I kind of have a bit more appreciation sure. for my parents' toil and, and labor of love to kind of... Sacrificing, things get me places and like all of those kind of like hot bag as I call them all the kind of fast food dinners where you're just kind of like in a pinch and you're just like parents just getting off of work and probably decompressing processing from, the from day, their day yeah. right and then you're just oh gotta get them to whatever practice it is get them to that go through that come home you know deal with just the the menial tasks sometimes I don't know things like Balancing your checkbook, packing your lunch the next day, uh, paying bills, like whatever yep. it is. But then yep. also you got to get your kid to and fro. And then like you, for you throwing in like multiple kids, me as well. It's a lot, man. It's a lot. But at the same time, I always feel like we're playing the long game. because I feel like the, it's an investment in so many aspects of their future. That's going to enrich them as humans and just potentially as athletes. Mm-hmm. I think too, I mean, what's,
0: I agree at times it has felt like a lot to me in the last couple of months. And I guess my, my sort of pushback isn't quite the right word, but you know, sort of my response or my retort would be like, well, what's the alternative? Like, I think we both are in the same um, grouping that we want our kids to, to be active, to do different things, to experience different sports If nothing else than just to experience, they don't have to love it. They don't have to do it forever. But I want you to try this and see how it feels, see if it fits. And I think it's that that line of getting them to do enough and experience enough. And again, what's the alternative? Like they're at home, they're they're doing something less active they're reading they're on a screen they're they're doing something else i don't know i'd kind of like them have them up and moving if i can but again that takes the exertion of the parents to make it happen
1: it's so true i don't want my kids to be basement dwellers uh, so to speak just to kind of throw yeah, out a, it's term a good there. word it's good yeah yeah because it's like you said like that activity we've said it before on the pod and i'll say it again probably say it more in the future as well but I know for me, I've forged so many friendships and learned so many life lessons through sports. yeah. whether it be learning how to lose, learning how to win with grace, you know, starting friendships with people from all kinds of walks of life, people that probably wouldn't necessarily bond with outside Mm -hmm. of that Mm -hmm. particular sport or practice or whatever. And I feel like that's skill building and so pertinent to what we do in life, whether it be like- Big time at your job, your place of work where you're like, you know, kind of thrown in and this is your de facto family, so to speak, because you're with these people and knowing how to cope and communicate with those people and do different things yeah, and all of that. And just like the labor of, I mean, that's the cool
0: thing about sports, right? Yeah. Like that's what sports gives you those interpersonal stuff. that societal stuff.
1: Yeah. The, the, it's funny because there's so many highlights and high moments. I was joking around with you off mic before, talking about just my dodgeball prowess. but If you didn't know out there, sports class listeners, I am a fucking ace dodgeball player. But you can
0: dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball.
1: <laughs> Not that anyone's going pro in dodgeball anytime soon. Uh, it sounds like you're close. But, you know, I don't know. He's coming in
0: the Olympics, I think, I in was, two I was years.
1: special. Maybe I have to get the, um, the shoulder going again. There you go. Get jokes- your kick. That's the
0: move, JC. You start a little dodgeball program. Hey, now. I love the brainstorming on a fly.
1: Just the niche of like, what, uh-huh. what, what, what can I find like a really obscure uh, scholarship for? Yeah. It's there. <laughs> yeah. But jokes aside, all that being said, um, I was just trying to get to like, just those, the, we've had like high, both of us, I think, have had highs and lows in sports. And as, as much as those highs stick with me, I kind of like, and maybe this is because me, and I'm just kind of weird. I kind of like some of the melancholy of the like what ifs, or like some of those losses have kind of taught me how to deal with similar things in life, whether it be like, you know, uh, relationships that <laughs> didn't work out, or, you know, job opportunities that didn't pan out, or different things. Like being able to kind of navigate that in sports, I feel like as a young person kind of helped me kind of prepare. I wasn't privy and aware to it at the time but i think later on in life is like kind of feel like i kind of deal with those things and equate them equate them to some some other experiences i've had
0: i feel i don't know if it's the human condition or just my human condition but i feel like you hold on to like i can still remember losses i had in, in games as a high school as a junior high player as a as a you know um before like i can still remember a lot of sports pain that i experience. i don't remember a lot of sports highs and sports sporting wins right it doesn't it's not as prevalent but if i think back in a moment for whatever reason i can pull back yep i can pull back a loss or as you said a melancholy moment pretty easily yeah a little more challenging to pull back
1: a high high you know yeah you're not thinking necessarily who's that. high? <laughs> Yeah, like, those times, like, oh, we blew those guys out by 24. Yeah, like, you don't remember that. That's whatever, but, like, the time it was like, oh, man, we just, we have gotten, yeah. gotten the ball down court a little faster and gotten the shot up. Because-
0: it's funny how the brain works, though, right? You go back to those games where, yeah, you know, you go back to the game where you miss the game-winning shot. I can remember clear as a bell, a shot I
1: missed to win the game, and then...
0: I don't remember the game winning shots as easily. Like I have to work a little bit harder to pull those out, right? It's funny how that works.
1: No, it's it's interesting. It's really cool. Now, another thing I wanted to talk about on this topic, because it's just been in conversation with me and my kids. i have been watching more sports which has been cool too. Mm-hmm. Um huh. Nico's really gotten into like watching basketball with me. And, you know, they'll just kind of throw it out there flippantly as they're watching. It's like, I want to be a professional basketball player. And I'm just like, don't we all? Yeah. And it's funny to me because I'm just such a pragmatic, sometimes an asshole of a parent. And I'll just be like, well, you're not going to play professional sports. You say that? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> just how does crushing, that, how does that crushing dreams on a Tuesday night. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hey, how's your pizza? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm maybe embellishing. I will often... Maybe not be that direct, but I'll say something. Like, well, we got to get some shots up tomorrow. We got to really sure. work, and sure. also hope that you know you are the one person in the family that hits some sort of genetic lottery and sprouts up overnight. I'd say your kid, both your kids, have a chance. Yeah, right, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Maybe if I can get them to eat something that isn't beige, maybe <laughs> well, get th- those <laughs> nutrients in. Them.
0: Well, that's an ongoing battle. I think
1: <laughs> <laughs> jokes aside, how do you? navigate aspirations versus reality because you want kids to dream. You want kids to pursue these endeavors athletically. And who's to say, like, as much as I joke and, and you know, I'm a bit of a Grinch, like, they could find their niche in something. Like I said, my kids go to Monday karate. What? i really taken to mm-hmm. judo or something. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, working judo o- champ Olympic situation. But all that being said, like, how do you – navigate that how did you navigate that like when you were a kid as well like with your your dad with your parents and, and how do you reflect on it like as your kids
0: grow older that's a great question great question the first thing that springs to mind is is something that you just described and i can remember my dad saying to me you're not gonna play in the nba
1: and, and I was like, him are a lot of
0: i was like what do you, what do you mean uh, of course I'm going to play in the NBA. Not of course, but yeah, I've got a chance to play in the NBA. Yeah. And he was like, no, you don't. <laughs> and, it hit, <laughs> and it hit me like a ton of bricks, like an absolute ton of bricks, right? You'd fill out these sheets at basketball camps in the summer, like what's your dream, what's your dream? And of course, like probably... 92 percent of the kids in that gym I I wrote play in the NBA right but none of us did in that gym right you ain't Steve Nash you ain't Steve Nash so so yeah like I, that that register and it it did it did sting in that moment it definitely did sting now how I'm gonna handle that you know coming full circle with my children hmm hmm I'm not saying out loud yet that you're not going to play in the NBA to my kids but I agree. You have to be realistic. That's a slippery slope. I'm ducking the question, yeah. but I don't have a great answer.
1: Well, I know I'm being, like I said, I'm like kind of pouring like cold water on the whole thing. Prove me wrong. <laughs> prove me wrong. And I would love for my kids yes. to prove wrong. Just be like, yeah. just have some like Kobe fuck you. Like, my dad didn't believe in me or something, you know? But um, I'm not saying Jelly Bean Bryant didn't believe in Kobe. I'm sure he did. But yeah, I'm just yeah. thinking about how Kobe was meeting against the world. But anyway, Kobe. Kobe. I'm just, yeah. It's an interesting space to navigate and to think about because statistically the odds are stacked against you, right? Of course. But at the same time, you want to kids to, to work and achieve. And who's to say, like you said, you don't get to like a level where you were and like, you're like, Hey, you're playing college ball, which is amazing. Like, sure. I don't know what percentage of basketball players yeah. ever play
0: post-secondary. Yeah. So yeah. it's
1: a significant special, Thing that you obtained and and that is possible through like hard work and just and just grinding and stuff anything
0: so, is possible
1: anything is possible muggsy bogues played in the league for a while well isn't that the most
0: clear example that anything is in fact possible
1: yeah so it is something that's out there and i want to not completely extinguish those dreams but at the same time i try to instill the fact that hey it's not all puppy dogs and ice cream. We got to get out there and really work at this. If I think you want to chase it, yeah, it's a communal effort here. And you know that there's going to be times where it's going to be tough and you don't you don't want to go to work. You know, there's days me and you, Justin, we don't want to go to work, but we got to go to work. And it's the same thing when you're grinding and you're trying to make a team, you're trying mm-hmm. to ascend through the ranks and get noticed or whatever it is um, as an athlete so it's interesting kind of just thinking and having those conversations at this point before our kids are even 10 years old yeah it is
0: imagine what it's going to be like when they're 14 or 16 and you parents out there listening with 14 and six year old 16 year olds i'm sure like you know you know and let's let's cut to the cliche canadian hockey parent Oof. slamming on the glass at your at your arena tomorrow morning on a saturday morning when um your son or daughter isn't getting the ice time that you think they deserve right like how yeah. are you going to how are you going to handle that oh, yell sandy. at the coach yell at the ref this is all political take out your shitty your shitty work week on um you know some poor assistant coach who's volunteering, vol- volunteering.
1: <laughs> like yourself yeah yeah it's 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 a
0: yeah it's a slippery slope it's It's a a funny it's a funny one and you and i are just wading into the into the waters with nine-year-olds right like we don't even really know what it looks
1: like no and i'm already on the phone like texting you or like blowing you up and just saying like man there needs to be better programming here i want my kids to have a, a better situation than these offerings yeah but then at the same time it's like this is what it is and i'm sure like you did this and I know I did. I didn't achieve the same heights as you, but like I was out there a lot of times just on my own or with my dad or with like a buddy putting in the extra uh shots, like shooting free throws mm-hmm. until I made whatever, 10 in a row or something like that, and it wasn't pretty, it wasn't fun. But you know, you got to have that kind of what's the word I want to say? Like inherent or like um kind of innate just desire yep. to do it. So there's just so many things at play. And I know that we need to foster it as parents, but also I, I look at it, like I said, I don't want to completely douse those dreams, but at the same time, I'm like thinking, yes, you gotta like find a way to like be really into it and really involved, but not be the crazy parent that's banging Mm. on the wall or like glass, glass bangers. Yeah. Where's, where's Nico's dad? Oh, he doesn't, he can't come to the games anymore. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to be that guy. Mm hmm.
0: Time for the q and and a with J&J brought to you by... Now, you know what I told you in the summer, JC? You're either going to Europe or you're getting a divorce. So this Q&A with J&J is brought to you by those women who didn't get a chance to go to Europe and they're now recently divorced. And you know how you can tell they've got that thumb ring and they've got that new <laughs> sentence or that new lyrical tattoo on their forearm. Oh, it's a dead giveaway, JC. Fish in a barrel with the thumb ring and the, you know, life Life happens to me or what? what a, you know what I'm saying? It's on their wrist. It's on their forearm. It doesn't kill me. It makes me strong. That's it. That's it. I love this. And let's stay in that sort of um, partner and marital realm. The question is: If my if my partner says she doesn't want a Christmas gift, oh, is she full of shit? Question mark. Yes. Do I need to get her something?
1: <laughs> Simple answer: Yes and yes. Yes, you need to get her something.
0: Uh, I say that because, uh, like a lot of folks, we've just had maybe in your families, um, we've had the Secret Santa draws just happened in my in my group, and you know how to navigate navigate that. Who do you get? Every every family's got their own dynamics, and especially when it comes to to gift giving. But yeah, do you get do you get your partner a gift? Something small, something big. <laughs> <laughs> or do you just say, you know what, have a nice Christmas. I'll be in Portugal.
1: <laughs> hey, let's just watch Home Alone and, and, uh, and yeah. chill. That's yeah. my Christmas gift for you. Totally. It sounds nice. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> no, I think this is a great question because I often feel like we try to downplay things and, you know, us as parents... We kind of shift the focus to like, oh, yeah, we can get the kids this and that. And then, like you said, you got the draw with the family. So everything is the inertia is being pulled away from getting your partner. something. like and I I, and they always say they don't want anything. Right. If I can speak
0: in generalities, they
1: always say and I say that, too. I don't want anything. Same. And the acknowledgement, you know, you need to get something, but also you don't want it to be a gift card or an afterthought.
0: No. No. Don't re-gift it. Don't re-gift.
1: Don't re either. <laughs>
0: yeah, don't re-gift yet. I
1: got you this food processor. Yeah,
0: yeah. A bottle of sake.
1: <laughs> Why is this still... this looks familiar? Yeah,
0: yeah but <laughs> God, I love you so much. Here's a keg gift card. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, it's one of those things. It's it is it's it's a, a, it, it's a trap. It is absolutely a trap, just like yes, Valentine's it is. Day. Yes, is a it is. Fucking trap. The,
0: which we we'll talk is about that thin
1: ice. It is thin ice, because you've got to, as you said, navigate to use your verb. You've got to be in that space and find balance and harmony, where it's like, hey, good fucking luck. I, I didn't get you the Hope Diamond. Yeah, but I also <laughs> didn't get you a new yeah. A yeah. new apron. That's, <laughs> That's right. There's a Saturday Night Live skit, and some people listening may know it, uh, but it's a recurring theme in our house. There's a Saturday Night Live skit from a few years ago where the mom balls out, goes, all of it gets everybody these amazing things. And it's like this big reveal where the dad's like, I got a new whatever, PlayStation Five, yeah. like, you know, all this stuff. And then the mom they cut to her, she's like, I got a robe. And yes, like everybody yeah, else yeah. has I, <laughs> I know that's good. <laughs> so I know good. that's I It's so good. Because it's so true. It's like we moms are the glue, they do so much. Oh. They like all the linchpin
0: this, to the operation.
1: All of this invisible work, all of these things that make yeah. everything on Christmas Day, uh Christmas Eve seamless. And then I don't know if as I did. it's
0: seamless, but yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but at the same time, sometimes they're neglected. And it's like one of those things, oh I don't need anything. It's just fucking simmering in the corner. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. look what I
0: got you. I got you a seventy two inch T V so <laughs> we can watch football.
1: It's like <laughs> it's like Homer Simpson getting Marge a bowling ball. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly.
0: Good luck to all you loyal gloss listeners as you head out there into the holiday frenzy as you're headed to your local hellscape of a mall or wherever (laughs) you're headed uh you know may the power of
1: santa be with you (laughs) 23 days and counting let's take a break Welcome back to the sports class. One of our favorite things to do this time of the year, and that's talk college football. And who better to do it than the Michigan man himself. He wore a Michigan hat as he entered my abode. And I know he's got a lot to say. Justin Kelly, the floor is yours. I wore the
0: Michigan hat on purpose. I'm not a Michigan man. I'm a Michigan fan raised by a Michigan man. And yeah, the hat is apropos because there's a lot going on in the world of college football. Let's focus on Michigan for a second because why the hell not? They're in the heat of the battle. Holy moly. Now, before we get into what's happening tomorrow, Jamal, let's go back six days. Let's go back, way back, back into time and just think about last Saturday. When in the mighty, mighty hills of Ann Arbor, the Michigan Wolverines beat the Buckeyes from Columbus for the third time in a row. Back to back to back, jacks They dummy. I won't say dummy. They beat the Buckeyes in Ann Arbor. What a glorious day in my world. Oh, Jamal, what a time to be alive. I would say no I would say objectively objectively and and you know it's a I'm, it's a bit of hyperbole cuz I can't be objective in this category <laughs> that was the biggest win of the year the best game and the biggest win of the year I think that game was fucking electric and and even if Michigan lost that game and I will admit this that was a wonderful game to be a part of and what made it so unique Like And what is the best part of college football is just the vitriol and the hate. And I hate to use the H word, but it's true in this case because, oh, man, it just means so much more, JC. I had – I went out – in the morning. It's a 9 9 a.m. start local. I went out in the morning with the family. I left the phone in the garage, came home, put the baby to bed, sent my lovely partner and two other offspring out on some sort of jaunt. I'm not sure what it was, but I had a window of time, Lord of mercy, and then I was just I was there, I was all by myself, standing, standing alone in my living room, hard in my chest, watching this game unfold, and it was spectacular. And what made it so sweet for me as a Michigan fan is because it really felt. I felt we'll get in we'll dive a little deeper into the game in a second. But roughly speaking, what I what made it so special for me is in the second half, I really felt like your pal Ryan McCord and and Ryan Day, Kyle McCord. Yeah, thank you, Kyle McCord and and Ryan Day, the head coach of Ohio State, and his his dyed black just for men beard, which seemed to be <laughs> leaking down his jawline. It did feel like they had the momentum in the second half to me, Jamal. And the way that Michigan persevered, found a way to win. A it, it, lot of ingredients. Hard to encapsulate it all in a couple of sentences. But um, when the Michigan football schedule comes out, my first look at it in the middle of the previous year whenever it comes out in the spring is I look to see when they play Ohio State that's where yeah. my my eyeballs go I want to find that game because no game matters like that game like the game
1: so well said by you congratulations didn't have anything to do with it but thanks yeah <laughs> over 20 million people watch this game live which is amazing to big me big number that's a huge number and that just speaks to, like you said, the importance of the game. and But also all the weirdness and the oddness of
0: this whole Michigan diatribe that's been happening all year. Yes, that's Michigan felt- versus the world. Michigan versus the world, which earlier I didn't feel so comfortable with, but now I don't care anymore. We beat Ohio State. Let's go. Michigan versus everybody. I ordered us some
1: T-shirts on the <laughs> on the Glosses Visa. No, I feel you, man. It's, let's go. It's real. Tomorrow... Uh, we'll talk about this in a minute, but it's kind of the final piece of the puzzle. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean... Playing Iowa in the Big Ten Championships.
0: I, Michigan favored by 26 and a half. Yeah, it's a foregone conclusion. It, but, on any given Sunday or Saturday, but yeah, feels moderately comfortable, but we'll see. Don't want to...
1: Yeah. We'll see. We'll see, but I am not worried. I've got money on Michigan, and I'm not worried. That being said...
0: Let's talk about Sharon Moore. Yes. Right? So, Sharon. so Jim Har- Harbaugh was, has been suspended for the, the first three games of the season, and with all this sign-stealing stuff, he was suspended for the last three games of the regular season. So, Sharon Moore, who's only 38, he's younger than you and I, yeah. by the way, he's won six games this year, two of which against top 25 teams pretty bloody impressive. He beats Ryan Day, the hated rival. And and what I really liked about Trevor Moore, who the acting uh, head coach of Michigan will uh, coke bottle Jim's on the sidelines, is he was so aggressive, JC. He was so aggressive. On fourth down, he he they were going for it. Yeah. They were going for it. His play calling and he is normally the offensive coordinator. His play calling, you could just tell was like there that was foot down full effing gas all game Mm -hmm. and it paid off and like I said in that second half it felt like Ohio State had the momentum and they were going to score eventually they were going to roll through and score and when they didn't and when Michigan got the uh, got the interception at the end man it was it was something else but Big, big, big credit to Sharon Moore. If Jim Harbaugh leaves and goes to the NFL or wherever he goes, clearly this is the next HC for Michigan. Or if some other school wants to come in and come in and scoop him up, they would be wise to do so because clearly this guy has it. He has the juice.
1: You read my mind and answered the question I was going to ask, and that was about what Sharon's done and if that's established him as a top candidate. The, He's
0: beat more twenty five top twenty-five teams than James Franklin at Penn State. How you like them apples.
1: <laughs> well said, and, and that's that's so true. And like you said, the Brian Day outcoached again. Outcoached, oh, outclassed. Oh, yeah. And it was done by Sharon, and that's awesome. Just the fact that like Michigan has someone that can come in <sighs> to the fold, step up, do the job. Hey. I'm very curious to see what unfolds in the off season with Jim Harbaugh. We won't get into it too much right now, and then also with Jerome. But hey, future's bright. Things are looking good for Michigan right now.
0: Let's talk about tomorrow.
1: Yeah, the whole slate coming through. Lots of championship games. Big Twelve. Oklahoma State, Texas. Who you got?
0: I'm a man. I'm 40. Look at this mullet. <laughs> I'm taking only because, I, for some reason, I've always had a bit of an affinity for their program. Shout out to Boonty T. Pickens. Mm-hmm. I'm going with the Cowboys of Oklahoma State. Hey, now. What's the spread in that game, JC? Do we have a number or do we have a line on that as we're betting guys now? Efforting 15. 15. I think OK State is going to cover 15. Yeah, Texas may win, but I think OK State covers. I'm a man I'm 40 I'm rolling with the Cowboys
1: Arch Manning can kiss my ass <laughs> Oklahoma State to cover Texas to win for me, I think it's going to be tighter than 15 for sure Oklahoma State runs the ball really well mm-hmm. I think they're going to find the the juice and uh-huh. keep it close and keep it interesting. Should be a good game Yeah, I think it's going to be a good one
0: Steve Sarkeesian and his sunglasses will be into that. Let's go. Let's go. That's a 9 a.m. local start for
1: us. Yeah,
0: it is an early one. Damn. Is that in Austin? Must be.
1: I don't know if it's in Austin or if they're putting them somewhere else. Neutral site? Neutral site? Yeah. Sure. Let's go to the next
0: one. And one of the big ones that will really um, seed the final four. Yes. And that's the SEC championship. And that's the Georgia Bulldogs, two time defending champs. The best team thus far this season. I'm not going to argue it. That's Georgia versus Alabama and Nick Satan. How do you feel about that game tomorrow, bro?
1: <laughs> so, I, briefly, I just want to go back and I got to talk about Gravedigger, which was the play call. Oh, it, yeah, in Alabama's last game. Yes, must be mentioned. Alabama versus Auburn, Iron Bowl. Fourth and forever. Fourth and thirty nine. <laughs> it's ludicrous just to like even think, think about, about this.
0: Yeah,
1: Alabama has fourth to score. and thirty
0: nine.
1: Has to score. Has to score to win this game to keep their championship hopes alive. For some reason, Auburn I think only sends two after him, and uh, Milroe quarterback for Alabama, danced around lots of time, throws to the corner. If you know, if you know Alabama football, if you know number seventeen, you know that's a good receiver. Waddle, so many other guys nice. in the past. Nice, my guy Bond goes up, snatches it. Let's go home. Alabama takes the victory. I think they ride that crimson wave. Hey now, <laughs> and gets the upset tomorrow. Woo! I think they get the upset. One of the things to look for. Georgia is not good against a run. Alabama runs the ball well. Georgia's defense is not what it used to be because all those guys are in the league right now. Mm -hmm. Alabama, As they are every year. Yeah, and Alabama, and my guy Kool-Aid McKinstry, they've got a really sound defense. Alabama to cover, Alabama to win. Who you got? You're rolling Bama on that, hey? Roll Tide. I love that.
0: I love that. Great pick by you. Just to be oppositional, I'll stick with uh, Nick Saban's disciple and visor wearing Kirby Smart, right? I'll stick with the with the with the uh, the hedges in in Athens. I'll roll with the dogs, but just to be different, I, I like your juice on that pick. I am not going to get too not going to say too much more. I like that, but I'll roll with the dogs just to be different. Five yes. and a half point spread, yeah. You know what? I'll I'll stick with the dogs because until the champ
1: goes down, they're
0: still the champ.
1: Um, okay, so moving on, kind of staying in the south, Louisville, who uh, lost in a trap game to uh, their rival Kentucky, will yeah. never let them live that down, Yeah, facing an FSU, and as we speak, potentially Florida State's third-string quarterback, who I don't have his name on hand because he's a third-string How quarterback. How could you? <laughs> Tate Rodemaker which is a name in itself, mm. is, I think still in the... Concussion protocol. So am I. <laughs> I think Louisville wins. Louisville definitely covers the weird here. Weird
0: game. Weird game. Yeah, the one and a one and half. a half.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Louisville, I think yeah. takes it. And this is a weird. There's so many levels to this, and we'll talk about this maybe in retrospect down the road when we look into the. Uh, the college playoff but the fact that florida state is undefeated and people are picking against them because of the situation with jordan travis breaking his leg and just they win tomorrow if they win tomorrow whoo, <laughs> things get interesting they win tomorrow and third Alabama wins. Be, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of variables here where you try to squeeze four teams into potentially like six seven teams. damn i
0: can't wait till next year when there's 12
1: yeah i know i know it's been a long time coming Uh, who you got I take I take Louisville who you got
0: yeah I mean again I'm an oppositional guy I guess I'll go Florida State just because yeah because I want to I actually want to see them continue to do well and and obviously quarterback is like the most important position in football and maybe in sports but if they can do with a third stringer
1: they deserve it then
0: they deserve it
1: yeah I think that the committee can't sit there and honestly say a team that ran the gamut and won all 12, 13 games that they played doesn't deserve a yeah. seat at the table. Yeah. yeah. I, it's, regardless of who your quarterback is. Yeah. I mean, we've had Cardo, uh, a guy from Ohio State, your favorite player. Cardo Jones? Yeah. You know, as a third stringer come in and, and run the table. So I think you can't project yeah. things and you got to go with the reality and look at the schedule and look at who they That's beat. True. and. Yeah. So it's going to get interesting tomorrow. One thing that won't be interesting tomorrow is Michigan-Iowa. Yeah, kind of agree. The only thing interesting here is, yes, is go. Iowa going to score more than seven points. Because I think the over is six and a half. Six and a half, which is hilarious.
0: Two field goals. Will they score? More, will Iowa score more than two field goals?
1: Maybe if Cooper DeJean runs a, a punt no, back.
0: He's not. I think he's done for the year. He's not there. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, was. I think he's hurt. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. Indy, Indy, it's in Indianapolis. Big Ten Championships is in Indianapolis. The house that Peyton built. Yep. Uh, again, Michigan favored by 22.5 or 21.5. I'm not going to count my chickens before they hatch. Anything can happen, but... Um, That's a lot of points. Feels man. like a lot of points. Michigan looks so good. Iowa uh, looks great on defense, but not on offense. Yeah. Not to be besmirching, but... Um, yeah, I'm going to watch that game tomorrow night. Uh, yeah, I feel, as a Michigan fan, I feel as comfortable as one can with that. But, yeah, anything can happen. I don't know, man. I'm tripping out. I want I want Michigan in the Final Four so bad I can taste it.
1: Dustin, earmuffs. You don't want to hear what I'm about to say. Okay, go. This is a victory lap for Michigan. They're going to score 42 points or more. And Iowa is not going to hit double digits. This is Harbaugh back tomorrow. He's back. It's gonna be so awkward Welcome when he takes that trophy from the the commissioner of the, uh, the Big yeah 10. Tony
0: Petiti, yeah
1: yeah it's gonna be quite
0: the I might uh, yeah I gotta that I'm gonna post that on the our uh, on the Sports glass Instagram check us out on Instagram when we see that weird interaction and that trophy handoff it's probably some awkward handshake and maybe a hug and a dap <laughs> speaking between
1: three teeth fuck you fuck you yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, I think Michigan rolls, and then, you know, depending on what happens in that Georgia game, potentially a number one seed overall. So, we'll see how things uh, unfurl. Can't wait. Can't wait. Can't wait, like Bar Scott said. A Is couple there a- other things, sorry to clean up here in college football world, and a bit of a, a detour, but... It's, it is also bowl season yeah. and semifinal
0: season and championship season, but it's also what is now two years in is college football
1: free agency, and it's the wild, <laughs> wild King West. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Everything is in play right now. Not happy because your coach left? I'm hitting the portal. Yeah. Not happy because I want to play a sixth year? I'm hitting the portal. Yeah. Not happy because my team's shit? I'm hitting the portal. Yeah. It's crazy. It's it's.
0: Absolutely astounding. You're an old lineman at Delaware. Think you can do better and play at Rutgers and maybe put 25K in your pocket? Come on in. Water's warm.
1: (laughs) And I don't know if you saw this today. I think I may have sent it to you. Uh, Sorry if I didn't. But so well-timed, our guy, Coach Prime and Nike in Colorado got together and put an ad out basically just saying, dreams don't happen overnight. You got to chase those dreams. You got to run those dreams down. Basically just saying, we went, whatever, four and seven or whatever the fuck they went.
0: Oh, they were so hot to start.
1: Everyone's it was in
0: on Coach Prime, as was the gloss.
1: Oh, yeah. It was like, hey, we lost two quarterbacks in the last week or two, like two commits. But you know what? Just like Tiger Woods after his incident on Thanksgiving. Easy. <laughs> years ago. Nike stands behind you. And uh, you'll bounce back.
0: You see, Coach Prime Neon Dion was named um, um, Sports Illustrated Man of the Year in Colorado. No, in, overall in the Globe.
1: Wow. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Yeah,
0: which leads me to believe that the voting done on this award and air quotes will, must have happened four, October second? four months ago. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, good on him, but. Seems a little outdated.
1: Yeah, it seems a little outdated.
0: Yeah. I uh, I love Matt Rule in that category where we're talking um, transfer portal. I love Matt Rule, former head coach of the Carolina Panthers, current head coach in Nebraska, big program in the Midwest, Nebraska, saying out loud to the world, which is such a – a dichotomy of what it used to be saying that a good quarterback in today's world is going to cost us $1.5 to $2 million for one year. You want to get a transfer, a quarterback to transfer in, it's going to cost you $2 bucks. How you like that? Now, again, I, am, I want these players to get all the money. Get it all. And I appreciate... I think it's just so jarring that it's now above board, Jamal. Like, I just... Yeah. The the H, Matt Rule here, the head coach, is saying that this is what it's, it's going to cost us to get a uh, a quality transfer, and it's kind of refreshing. And again, the players deserve all the money. All the money. You know why? Because Zach Sinter getting his tib-fib snapped is the reason why they deserve the money.
1: Oh, yeah. Matt Rule looking into the camera, talking at that presser like a... Victoria mortgage brokers saying this house is going to cost you $2 million and that's at the going rate and just saying hey you want to be competitive at the University of Nebraska I'm going to need these alumni these corn huskers to yeah. shell out $1-2 million so we can get somebody to come play in the land of Lincoln here
0: you lost me um, Victoria real estate agent saying you want to be competitive that's where you <laughs> lost me
1: because god that hurts <laughs> God, truth hurts baby yeah it's it's brutal out there but yeah that reality and like you said i do love that it's above board now and like you know we can see that money is poured in from all corners and depending on you know how badly your alumni want to reach deeply into those pockets that's gonna dictate who's who's calling signals next year Is quite interesting speaking of uh calling offensive plays next year we got to talk about the fact that uh, your boy bobby petrino is back in arkansas aka arkansas walmart 40 minutes of hell you've been arkansas bobby petrino i've driven through arkansas and that's all you need to know yeah yeah. arkansas was just kind of a blip on the way i left memphis in the morning i stopped at a starbucks in arkansas it is the home
0: state of former um american president bill clinton
1: yeah, that man could really play a saxophone. <laughs> could he ever? I just love Bill Clayton, honorary black. This
0: <laughs> I just love I just love a this is a bit of a deep cut for you college football heads out there, but it, it needs to be said. In another world ten years ago, Bobby Petrino was the head coach at Arkansas. He had his mistress on the back of his motorcycle, <laughs> and they got in a in a motorcycle wreck, as they say in Arkansas, and and they both succumbed. They, sorry, I mean they succumbed to injuries. They didn't die. They 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 got in a wreck. They Bobby Petrino showed up at a press conference and a couple days later. I'll put the picture on the gloss. <laughs> And he had a neck brace and a scratch red face. It looked like road rage and his... Road rash? Road rash. Yeah. And his mistress, who Bobby Petrino had got her this job at the university. And it was this whole big classic SEC clusterfuck that they're apt to do. And it kind of beautiful in its own way, right? And that... Arkansas fired Bobby Petrino because why do you have your, mitre- your mistress, who's a university employee, not your wife, on the back <laughs> of this motorcycle that we're paying for? You're out driving drunk and you, you know, something happens. And lo and behold, 10, 11 years later, look who's back Bobby P. in the place to be. He's back with the OC.
1: Only in college football. SEC Clusterfuck. Only in college football. Only college football. SEC Clusterfuck, by the way, the name of your sex tape. (laughs) Accurate, accurate, and a t-shirt we're printing
0: for sale next week. Just in time for your sweetie for Christmas.
1: Oh man College football it never ceases I
0: am gonna days. put up The picture of uh, Bobby P With the neck brace At his press conference He went on to coach The Atlanta Falcons And just a Just a notable If I may be so bold Like a notable Scumbag And a liar I yeah. think it's That's fair Isn't it JC I
1: feel like You know how like Back <laughs> in the day Whenever we had The scarlet letter With the adulterer Like he should have Like a scarlet S For like a scammer Yeah like, a sc- He's a scammer <laughs> He's a scammer Totally And he's living to to, to call plays another day. And not only that, he's circling back and um, still getting paid. Arkansas, God bless you. Yeah. Let's take a break. Having multiple sportsbook accounts is the simplest way to maximize your profits. And there's never been a better time to sign up than now. When you visit our page, signupexpert.com sg You'll be connected to all the sportsbooks in your region along with a review of each platform and its unique benefits. All these sportsbooks have valuable sign-up offers for new users and when you register through our link, you'll automatically receive the top offer at each one. If you want to take advantage of these benefits and support our brand, please consider signing up for your next sportsbook at signupexpert.com/sg Welcome back to the Sports Glass with Justin Jamal. We're going to do some quick hitters, best of the rest, as we like to call it. We're going to cruise through a few different sports and hit some of the things that caught our attention this week. I want to talk NBA. We haven't talked a lot of it. I'm going to breeze through here. But we will. We will. It's okay. early. There's only 60 games left yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Tyrese Maxey. Girl, know... let
0: me tell you about Maxey.
1: <laughs> Amazing. Um. Uh, if you, if you listen to Sports Class you know I have a, a fetish for two guards. And whether it be Devin Booker, Ann Edwards, whoever it is, Tyrese Maxey is another one I love. Mm-hmm. Harden, gone. Tyrese Maxey, more time on the ball. I think he's the future of the Philadelphia 76ers. They lost tonight to the to Celtics as they do every 10 days. But, man, Maxey has been electric. One to watch. I just want to give him a shout out. As well, Minnesota just talked about Anthony, don't you know? <laughs> just talked about Anthony Edwards uh, a couple weeks ago. They're doing some great things up there. They continue winning. They're looking really good, kind of top of the the charts there on, on the West Coast as well. Your guy Shea Gilgis Alexander, mm. SGA, mm. OKC. I'm in OKC. OKC.
0: You love the you love the Orlando Magic. That's kind of your young sleeper team. And I and I yes. I do hear what you're saying on that. My young sleeper team, I like I like the Thunder. Um please, please forgive me my friends in Seattle, but I I <laughs> like the Thunder. I like Chet. I like SGA, I like Lou Dort from Montreal. I like uh who's a cat I like from who played at Santa Clara, JC. Who's a cat
1: Jay Will. Jay yeah J- Jalen Williams. J- Not Jalen-, Jalen Williams, but Jalen Williams. Cause if you didn't know, by the way, they have two guys that they drafted the same year named Jalen Williams. I do I must
0: admit I get my Jalen Williams confused. Yes. But I like I like his game. I like when OKC comes on my basic cable. I'm... I'll watch the fourth quarter. I like... I like OKC. OKC.
1: They're definitely like one of the top league pass teams to watch for Mm -hmm. sure. Mm -hmm. And... uh, Hate to say I told you so. But this summer, I was saying... OKC is a team to watch. And you know what? Hot take here. Chet Holmgren. Rookie of the year. Not Victor Wimanyama. Just putting it out there. Mm -hmm. Just putting it out there. Putting it out
0: there. Not a lot of talk about Scoot Henderson. Now, you and I were both in on Scoot Henderson... But he's... Uh, he's been banged he, up. He's awfully quiet.
1: Yeah. Portland's awfully quiet, too. So that's a whole other conversation. Uh, until but. I get there in the spring. <laughs> We're not going to really talk too much right now. Wait, I want
0: to see something with the NBA
1: before we move on.
0: Yes. The in-season tournament. Okay. Uh No comprendo, amigo. Like, I don't get it. I see the courts. I see it. I haven't been grabbed by it. I haven't been pulled in. Your retinas haven't been scorched? My retinas have been scorched. (laughs) And I do see that players are slipping on the court, especially in Toronto. Um, Cleveland's having some issues, too. Yeah. I'm not trying to be a full shitter honor of the the (laughs) in-season tournament, but it hasn't grabbed me. I feel okay. like you were saying earlier today that maybe it's grabbed you. Sell me. Oh, wow. Sell me. Okay. Let's Or pitch. give me give me the pros at least. You yeah. don't have to sell, but give me the pros.
1: Next week's going to be interesting. It wraps up more or less next week. We get to the quarterfinals. I'm really looking forward to Pacers Celtics as a big matchup early in the week. Whoever wins that game goes in the semifinals, as the other games as well. I think the Lakers are hosting a game, I want to say, as is, is also. Yeah. And then we go to Vegas baby Vegas For the semifinals And then we get a final out of it And a lot of guys are getting paid a half milli Which some of those guys Are 11th, 12th on the the bench That's nice for them Nice for anybody Yeah, for sure But at the same time I understand your kind of Apathy and disdain for it
0: I wouldn't say disdain
1: It just hasn't
0: The structure of it Hasn't grabbed me yet I mean they're going for this Champions League style Kind of Yes Tournament for for my reasons, it hasn't got me yet.
1: For, for me, something the most interesting part of it has been the other night with a couple of things, and I won't try to linger that long, but when we had a hack of Drummond going on, if you caught in Chicago, where the Boston Celtics had to win by, I believe, 23. And if you don't know, now you know. Andre Drummond is one of the worst free throw shooters in the history of the NBA. Uh-huh. I think he shoots something uh-huh. around like 35% uh-huh. from the uh-huh. line, which, I mean what do you do in your summers, Andre? Yeah. But. <laughs> Not shooting free throws. <laughs> At one point, the Boston Celtics coach, Joe Maz, who. on odd, odd duck. He does watch the movie, The Town, repeatedly, every week, in preparation for just good. being coach of the Boston Celtics.
0: A good Bostonian. The word neurodiverse
1: comes to mind when yes. I think of Joe Maz.
0: Yes. Yes. And he was a player at West Virginia if you remember in the NCAA tournament that year.
1: Also very astute at the martial arts. If you didn't know that. Fuck around and find out with Joe Maz, by the way. Karate will put you in a sleeper hole quicker than you can say karate <laughs> I, once can
0: say I, I once saw joe maz put Peyton pritchard in the sleeper hole the guy didn't wake up for three days <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's why he missed all those threes oh man all right jokes aside there was a point where uh he goes over to uh university of florida coaching legend and now current chicago bulls um i don't know how you want to say it uh Custodian, because the Bulls are a fucking train wreck, yeah, and they should be better. Billy Donovan and his Billy Donovan's calling, him, What are you doing? He's like, we have to win by twenty three. And I don't know if it was a bit of collusion or corroboration, if you will. Mm, mm. But Donovan kind of just kind of nodded with his widow's peak and just said, "He was pissed All right, for a minute, yeah." And then he, and then yeah. And he probably looked over at Zach Levine and his complete, just like, "Get me the fuck out of here." Disinterest, <laughs> but like the whole thing. I don't yeah. play defense. I don't pass the ball, but I score fifty.
0: Anyway, I think Billy Donovan at that point, when he looked back at the bench, he's like, "Where's Joe Kim Noah?" <laughs>
1: Al Horford, you're on the wrong team.
0: Yeah. Oh, where's man. um, where's where's Matt Miller? Oh, Mike,
1: where's Mike, Mike Miller. Miller?
0: Where's Mike Miller? Killer Mike Miller, yeah, Knock from, a three South, down. from South Dakota.
1: Oh man, so many good times we have with those teams. Donnell Harvey doesn't want any of this. No, Corey Brewer. Brewer. Corey
0: Brewer played in the yes. NBA for twenty years. Doesn't want any of this. The lefty we love a lefty. Just Corey Brewer, languid. Let's Corey get Brewer. Corey Brewer on the pod. Oh man, he's motion like... to get Corey Brewer on the pod.
1: Corey Brewer is wearing a headband as we speak. I don't know I, what he's doing, I, I but I a headband he is, is on. I,
0: I hope he's asleep right now.
1: <laughs> All this is to say is that made for an interesting uh, kind of transaction where you're like hack-a-shack on Andre Drummond and Boston essentially running up the score. And then later on, I fell asleep to the, the dulcet tones of uh, Golden State flushing a lead down the, the <laughs> toilet as uh, De'Aaron Fox and the Sacramento Kings had to... <laughs> it's almost like a cover. They had to... I think, win or like not lose by 11, and they end up winning by one, 123, 124, if memory serves. Hit that parlay if you were wondering at home and keeping score. And Ka-ching! ching Sacramento advances. Steph Curry's um, shitty season continues as Golden ah, it's State... It's early. It, it's early. It's early. Don't
0: worry about
1: it. Yeah, there's a lot more time for Draymond to choke Don't people. Don't
0: worry about
1: it. So, th- that bail being said... Things are really heating up, and this is why I think next week I will watch and you should watch the NC's season tournament. The Raptors are average. Just wanted to announce that there. Bill Simmons, if you're a devoted fan like I am, on record, I'm going to just regurgitate this. He said Siakam, Four, Kaminga, and Wiggins. Come home, Andrew. Do it. Come home. Yeah, do it. Do it. And like you know what? Right. Who I like says your, no? is like right. Who says no? I like that for everybody. Let's do it. So we'll see what happens there. They love that in Mississauga. Oh my God. That'd be beautiful. But that's what I like about the NBA right now. And those are things to watch. Kevin Durant thought he was washed. Not yet. Shifting gears from the NBA to the NHL. Resident Canucks honk. Justin Kelly. Talk to us about this trade that the Canucks made. I'm back on the bandwagon, baby. Canucks are hotter than a pistol.
0: We talked about uh, two episodes ago. We talked about Elias Pettersson, JT Miller, and Quinn Hughes leading the league in points at that time. And yesterday, the Canucks pick up um, a big defenseman from the Calgary Flames, in division rival. They pick up the the big defenseman Zadorov. From the Calgary Flames. And you know why I love this, JC? This guy's a big player who can skate. He's nasty. He can score. He delivers the body. He can fight. I love this pickup for the Canucks. It's actually just what the Canucks need with this crazy hot start that the Canucks have had. He's he's 6'6. He's 248. Woo! For a fifth and the third, the Calgary Flames just want to get out from underneath him. And he wanted out. It was a little bit and tensions were running a bit, a bit high there. He wanted out. And credit to the Canucks for doing this. Now, if you remember one of the early, early episodes of the Sports Gloss, and again, thanks for listening. If you're in your car driving home in traffic, if you're out for a run and you're listening to the Sports Gloss, fuck, we really appreciate it. I got really frustrated when the Canucks... Traded a couple of picks in the minor leaguer for a, a right shot defenseman from the Detroit Red Wings. Roenick was the last name. Do you remember that? Yes. Now, I have to eat a little bit of crow here, JC, because this year paired with Quinn Hughes, Philip Roenick or whatever his name is, sorry, and, and Quinn Hughes uh, is the best pair in the NHL. He's delivered the the highest miles per hour shot thus far this season. McGinnis Ronick has nice curly hair. doll. good reference, and for the Canucks to be picking up Zetteroff as a second tier defenseman to to play with the giraffe Tyler Myers and whoever their third pair is, it doesn't matter. This is big, like for the Knucks, man. The Knucks are the Canucks are buzzing, and I'm and I'm in. I'm I'm watching the third period of all Canucks games and. And they are uh they're moving the puck really well. And as you know, offense wins games, defense wins championships, and this is a good play for the Canucks.
1: Knuck if you buck. I love it, man.
0: Knuck if you buck, knuck a flux if
1: you drink. <laughs> so this guy also you you mentioned he likes to mix it up, right? He, he yeah, plays a bit nasty.
0: Yeah, he'll drop the gloves. Big big guy. Uh also the rare Russian who supported Ukraine and was quite happy to wear the pride colors on on an issue that we've talked about before he's got no problem doing that
1: he'll be welcome to vancouver
0: seems like a sensible fellow to me yeah he he is a person and a player that if someone hits Quinn Hughes from behind and nobody likes it, he'll go in and handle that business. He'll drop the gloves. He'll, he'll play tough, and he'll play angry, and he'll play nasty. And quite frankly, that's what the, the Vancouver Canucks need. So I'm, I love this pickup for the Canucks. It's kind of gotten my juices flowing again.
1: What's the over-under on him mixing it up and dropping the gloves against Calgary in his first game? Saturday night? Yeah. Hockey night in Canada? That's right, HNIC. HNIC? Yeah.
0: Cough, cough. (laughs) I had to do it. I think it's. I I don't think he's going to drop the gloves against his old team. However, you make a good point. It's pretty odd that his first game in a Canucks jersey is going to be against the team that he just got traded from. Can you imagine playing against like a bunch of like some of your best friends? You're going to see him in the corner and you're like, well, I'm going to fucking run you shoulder to shoulder and try my best to take you out like what an odd feeling that must be for these
1: guys that's part of their business but that still must be
0: an odd feeling
1: speaking of oddities Hmm. Corey Perry is in a a bit of a uh, mess this week Uh, no longer a Chicago hockey player can you lay it out for us what happened there
0: Chicago uh Corey Perry signs with Chicago at the beginning of the year four million for just this year as sort of that veteran leader he's been with Tampa obviously everyone remembers him from being an Anaheim duck winning the MVP Dallas star heady veteran great player tough as nails great hands around the net and then this happens he he's paired with Connor Bedard, the next great generational talent. Uh, everyone feels that Conor Bedard from North Van, one of your favorite neighborhoods, is um, <clears throat> maybe in that next sort of Sydney Crosby category. Yep. And don't Google it. Don't go on Twitter or X, but the word is that something interesting happened here between... Corey Perry and uh, a Chicago Blackhawks staffer, or somebody else. Yeah, yeah.
1: We might have an email Yudoka situation or a Zach Wilson situation on. Our I hands. mean,
0: let's put it out there. Let's not beat her on the bush. The word is that. The rumor is that Corey Perry slept with Connor Bedard's mom while the moms were on a trip. They do like dads trips and moms trips. Sheesh. Yeah, and the the rumor is that, uh, and I think it's probably incorrect, but the rumor is that Corey Perry slept with Connor Bedard's mom. That's allegedly, alleged, allegedly, yes, thank you, and that's probably not right, but that's the rumor and that's what's taking off on social media. Uh, Thursday, the Chicago hockey team releases a statement saying this is not correct. There's been there's conduct detrimental to the team. We've released Corey Perry from from everything which you rarely see in professional sports. Yeah, you know he's sort of DFA'd on waivers and and that's it. The next day, Corey Perry releases an apology. Smelt a little bit like Chat GPT to me, JC, <laughs> but but I'm not going to the tech conference you know at the convention center the tech christmas party the victoria tech christmas party so you know my senses were tingling but i'm not as dialed in as others
1: yeah i'm gonna play uh, devil's advocate here and just out of pure jest like chicago hasn't been so hot this year did cory perry fuck his way out of chicago intentionally
0: i really like how you worded that maybe Maybe, but he probably also fucked his way out of three million
1: dollars. Yeah, I mean yeah. yeah. and
0: and if you remember the last time we saw Cory Perry on the ice with the Tampa Bay Lightning winning the Stanley Cup, uh he had his beautiful wife. Blakeney baby baby and a half. Did you
1: say Blakeney? I think that's the name. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Pinterest. Oh, God
0: of course it is um so Chico- chicago saying that that's not correct it was um he had an interaction with the staffer that they deemed um unacceptable hopefully we know soon maybe we'll never knew, know no but um quite quite something for this story man it's it's juicy all over the place man
1: and just like that, Corey Perry will never be on the sports class. No. If no. <laughs> you had any. Questions?
0: I don't think Corey Perry's likely to ever play in the NHL again. He may play for Lugano in Switzerland if he wants to keep playing hockey, but. I, yeah. uh, Persona non grata. Uh. Yeah. Now, I, uh, I spent 10 months in London, Ontario, where Corey Perry, Corey Perry played junior. Yeah. Any pub, club, restaurant you went to in London, pictures of Corey Perry on the wall.
1: London? All
0: over that scene. London Knights love him. London Knights love him. London Knights legend. Huh,
1: interesting. Yeah. Speaking of legends, your guy, Connor McJesus, I mean, McDavid. Hey, hey Oilers, yeah. we, we were... We're back, we're back. We were, we were burying him, and now
0: four in a row. Four in a row? They seem to have turned the corner. It's early, it's early, but you're right. Connor McJesus seems to be flowing, Um, oft-maligned... Oilers defenseman Darnell Nurse. I love a Darnell. I love a nurse. <laughs> well done. Um, he's, he's, they seem to recover nicely. This new coach, Nobloch, former U of A player, seems to have them going in the right direction. Leon the Germ, the Dry sidle, he's going in the right direction too. The Oilers are back. They're pointed back. The best player of our generation seems to have righted the tide. Be interesting if they see. Still, sixty games left, so let's see what happens with the oil.
1: Longtime Chicago player, former New York Ranger, one of my favorite players. Best hands, in my opinion, in the league. I've never ever choose anyone over him for a shootout, except for Pavel Datsuk. Patrick Kane Mm. has joined. Former rival Detroit Red Wings mm-hmm, mm-hmm. over under is thirty five points by the way on the year for him. Hip, I saw an the I hip saw surgery. An, I, what do you think about his? Uh...
0: I like that's interesting. Thirty over under thirty five points, based on his confidence in the interview that you're talking about that I saw with him yesterday. I take the over. His hip has been bugging him the last couple years. He had that don't quote me on this, that laparoscopic hip surgery. Yeah. And and he's saying he's felt better than he's felt in three or four years. I take the over on that right now, that futures bet. I'm pulling out my bet stamp app and I'm taking that.
1: And him in a, a new jersey, in a new city,
0: I like that, JC. I that's, like that.
1: That's an injection to your power play. That's if you're getting into a shootout, like I said, I mean, I will never, ever forget Seeing him deke the fuck out of whoever the Minnesota goalie was years and years and years ago and just making me feel like a rabbit hockey fan for a night just with the skill mm. and... Yeah.
0: Maybe the the best American-born player of all time. He's in the top
1: three. He's in that conversation. I love the number 88, by the way, as well. Mm. But yeah, I'd like to see what he does. Maybe he's got a little bit of gas in the tank, so we'll see how he goes. Channeling
0: another American hockey legend, Mike Madonna, with a late stop in Detroit.
1: Yeah, that's right. Hey, everybody should stop in Detroit late in their career. (laughs) But if you're just driving through Detroit late at night, don't stop. (laughs) I have done that and it hurt. Oh, man. Bobcats and pizza. All right. So we want to just play a little fun here and just look into uh, a couple weeks ago. I gave a bit of a, uh, some picks for NFL and I got four out of five correct. And I want to dip my toe back into those waters. Pay the people, Jamal. Yeah. Betstamp, uh, signupexpert.com slash SG if you haven't done it. Do it now. SG, baby. That's right, for sports cloth. So, I'm looking at the Sunday slate. Here are some locks, locks, locks. That's right. Like you put on your bagel, or like, <laughs> like you do with your shed in the backyard. Chargers are going to win. I know they've been sketchy as fuck, but Chargers are going to win. Okay. Steelers are going to win. Uh huh. Tampa Bay Bucks. Baker Mayfield future Hall of Famer Mike Evans lock this weekend. Lock of the week. <laughs> Money line. Dolphins lock. Chiefs lock. Lions lock. So if you want to <laughs> come come If you want to stretch out, if you want to stretch out and play a six-leg parlay and dance with the devil, this will win you about mm, I think this is a plus 600 here I got for you. So Lay down 10 bucks, you got 60 bucks coming back your way.
0: Easy money sniper.
1: (laughs) And if you don't feel good about any of those, you know, whittle away until you feel that you've gotten to a parlay that is comfortable for you and and what have you, but eh, you don't need to do it because these are Jamal's locks. So we'll see where I am next week. I'll talk a big game. We'll see how it plays out. Really briefly, too. Just the random. Maybe we're gonna do this. Uh, every week, but I love cool bet is a a kind of in our universe. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. if you put $10 down, you'll win $413 if, a big if here, Mm. JK, as I look at you. Mm -hmm. That is if the Arizona Cardinals cover the spread of eight against Pittsburgh Steelers. Arsenal, that's right. We're going all over the board here. Arsenal and... Wait, so Arizona versus the Steelers? Yes.
0: Okay. Laying eight and a half? Yep. Okay. Next, give me Arsenal versus...
1: The Wolves of Wolverhampton. I knew you were going to say that. That's right. I remember back in the day, they used to have a Doritos sponsorship because they have orange jerseys, which... I remember that. That was great. Both teams to score... Okay, writing this down, yep. And that's a yes, a plus 180... Justin's gonna love this. He's drinking a beer right now. He might spit it out. I'm waiting. The Calgary Roughnecks against the Rochester Nighthawks. That's right, NLL action. I'm a Saskatchewan Rush kind of guy. Oh, really? Yeah, I love the Rush. By the way, shout out to Canada's national sport. People think it's hockey. It's actually no. lacrosse.
0: No, no. I'm I'm a I'm a Saskatchewan Rush guy. Through and through. Formerly Edmonton Rush. Yeah. Had a connection to the team back in the day through an old friend of mine. Oh, okay. Yeah. And now in in their next iteration with Saskatchewan, I now have another connection to the Saskatchewan Rush. So yes, I'm into the NLL. Yeah. Shout out to Big Pat, uh, Kid Combo. And yes, give me your NLL
1: picks. I love the Saskatchewan Rush. By the way, TSN 1 tonight was NLL. TSN 2 with Pac-12 championship oregon Washington game. Canada's
0: game, baby. Canada. Love it. Sing me the anthem.
1: <laughs> Not yet. I'm working on it. Working on it.
0: You've only been here for ten years. Hey.
1: Easy, easy. I'm working on it. Go on. Two and a half. Rochester Nighthawks, <laughs> we need two and a half for the Rochester Nighthawks yeah. to make this parlay okay. Okay. continue. So we have give it to can you give me a quick recap, yes. JC. <laughs> Arizona versus Pittsburgh, Cardinals, gotta be yeah eight here. Yeah, Arsenal Wolves, Wolverhampton. Yeah, both teams need to score. Oh uh, yeah, both teams need to score. Oh, and over two and a half goals in the game. And Rochester Nighthawks versus Calgary Roughnecks. Oh, the Roughnecks, right? Right. Are there Roughnecks in Calgary? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, two and a half. There, we need the Nighthawks. To, to do the business. I like that. I like that in a little oh. wagering. Oh, there's more. Okay. There's more to win this uh, $413 if you lay 10 I love that. Bayer Leverkusen. Tomorrow morning. Yes. Versus? My team, Borussia Dortmund. Mm. Yellow and black, baby. Mm. Both teams to score. One of the most
0: electric atmospheres in the sporting world. That's Not a, that I've been there to see yeah. it, but by all accounts and the videos and anyone who's ever gone says it's...
1: Freaking dynamite. That yellow wall, of the West Fallon Stadium. Wow. Yeah. So, both teams to score? No. So, one team will not score. One team will not score. We don't know who. One team will not score. It's a plus 170. Love the parlay here. And then we were talking hockey earlier. So, let's finish up with some hockey here. Your New York Islanders? Okay. <laughs> Long Island. New York Islanders, the forgotten team in New York in the tri-state area, against the Florida Panthers. That's right. Total goals over under, OT included, just in case we go extra, over five and a half. So we need six <laughs> I love, goals. I love the deep dig. We need six goals. Maybe. Now listen, let's be clear, listeners. So I said to Jamal today
0: when we were talking about this, I said, Jamal, I want your craziest, your zaniest parlay. And
1: God damn it, you delivered. This is a zany parlay. Maybe ten dollars will get you four twenty-five. Uh, four thirteen Canadian. Bless you. So maybe Roberto Luanga shows up, lets in a few easy ones. Five hole. Maybe you know. Maybe maybe the Islanders are feeling good. Maybe John Wiesbrook doesn't <laughs> want any of that. There you go. Phil Housley was he a player for one of those teams? No. Okay, but. I don't know. I just really, out of all of this, I really closely are watching what the Rochester Nighthawks are doing. Yeah, I'm into the the Hawks, man. I like your NLL picks. Yeah. I think you might be a sneaky, going forward, I think we might have a NLL segment (laughs) going forward. We might have it. I mean, tis the season. So, let's see. Layton. Tis the season
0: (laughs) for the NLL. (laughs)
1: Uh it wasn't Let's go until, full NLL. I love it. It wasn't until I moved to Canada that I learned the term box lacrosse because yeah. it's different at home. Field yeah. lacrosse, box lacrosse. Yeah. It's another conversation for another day. But cool bet, they'll give you these odds, and you know what? You make some of this money, you owe me and Justin because
0: we're asking only asking for eight point three seven percent. And I know you get that reference as a property owner in Victoria. Yes,
1: sir. <laughs> Oh man, thanks for joining us as always on the on the sports gloss. It's been a fun night, and uh, you know, we love talking to you. If you haven't done so already, uh, subscribe, rate, join us on Instagram at the sports gloss. We talked about that stamp earlier. Uh slash SG. Betstamp going to help you organize all of these different books and uh, put some money in your pocket as you move into this Christmas season. You want to see that January credit card statement be in a good spot. So make some good choices here with Betstamp.
0: And it doesn't matter where you live because Betstamp
1: will um, consolidate all the apps that, that apply to you wherever you live. That's right. They tailor it for your region. So jump on it for sure. Justin Kelly, what do we say to the people?
0: People, December 1st, the key in December, more than any other month, is to survive and advance. (laughs) Peace.